Hey, Between Two Worlds listeners, this is Scott here with a little scotho. It's uh, kind of late at night. Naomi is asleep, and I was the one that put her down. Not that that's super unique, but Brianna is on a two-day solo retreat, so I am out here just parenting it up solo. And actually, it hasn't been that bad. It's been pretty fun. Naomi is a pretty dang cute little baby. She's currently starting to walk. That's very exciting. She's very excited about it, too. Anyway, I wanted to take this time to chat with you all about my recent guest, Sadamani Tambe, Tambe, um, and just some of the things that I was thinking about after interviewing her. Some questions that I had specifically for Hindu millennials. I think, I don't know what Sadamani would consider herself. I mean, I think she would consider herself an agnostic, someone who is more heavily uh, influenced by Western thought than her Hindu background, but she still identifies as a Hindu. I think that's much more cultural than anything. But I would say she represents, I'm sure, what a lot of people my age, in their kind of late 20s, early 30s, what they believe and how they think about spirituality. <clears throat> so it's leaving me with some questions for Hindus, for Hindu Hindu millennials, and kind of for millennials in general. But some of the things I was thinking about is Sadamani and I got to talk a lot about the stories that affected us when we grew up, which is really fascinating if you think about it, like stories that we're told or that we tell ourselves or that our friends tell us or the culture around us tell us, those things shape us probably more than we even realize. And I know that there's good yeah, scientific research on this where even uh, thinking about Joseph Campbell, who is a, an author, and he talks a lot about how we are all living in... Uh, this hero's journey, and these the stories that we're told. But it still leaves me wondering, especially for Hindus, one of the things I learned from my episode with Sadamni is how different Hinduism is depending on where you go in India. Like, it's truly pantheistic. Um, she said there's like 30 million gods. Like, that's nuts. So many gods. I mean, it makes me think of uh, the Roman theology uh, or Greek mythology where there's a God kind of for all these different things, but it seems like in India, there's a God for the water and the wind and um, fertility and the harvest and these different things. But then based on region, there's completely different gods. So one that just makes me wonder, gosh, how do you have any sort of common practice in India? It seems like they have certain festivals that everyone partakes in and maybe some gods that kind of carry over between all the different regions. But then what does it even mean to be Hindu then? Is there just like a few gods that you that everyone believes in? And I guess maybe I didn't push Sadamani on this, but yeah, just, I'm still wondering. And then the other thing I'm wondering about is what does it mean to consider yourself Hindu? Because it seemed like for Sadamani, like there's not really much she has to do. Maybe there's some festivals that she enjoys celebrating and there's some traditions or, I don't know, maybe rituals that she remembers her parents doing or stories that she remembers from her grandparents. But yeah, I didn't hear a lot of practices in there. And I guess Sadamani is maybe not the best example because she herself does not super believe these are just stories to her. And I guess this is what makes me think of with a lot of people that I'm interviewing when they're my age, that we're just like a bunch of people that don't really know what we believe in. We're like, well, been looking into this or that, and I'm into yoga, 
and like for Sadamni, like her, her therapist, her counselor was about as spiritual as she got. It's a person that was helping her understand who she is. So yeah, I guess I'm kind of feeling like I need to go find somebody who actually believes in Hinduism in order to really get a picture of what a Hindu believes. This is true of my next guest as well. I interviewed Ali Amula, who is a Muslim. He's from Kuwait, and he went to Oregon State, and that's where I met him while I was working for the Navigators. It was an amazing interview, and you get a snapshot of what Ali, a young man in his 20s, believes about Islam and how he's trying to become a good Muslim, but there's a lot of things he doesn't know or understand about his own faith. It makes me wonder, well, where are the Muslims that really do understand what Islam is all about, or where are the Hindus that really do understand what Hinduism was all about? And I feel like my generation is kind of just floating in this like, well, we don't really know, but it sounds pretty cool. And I feel like you need to figure that out a little bit more. And I think this is for sure true of Christians as well. Like you need to know what you believe. You need to know the, the basic tenets of your belief or the practices. You can't just kind of make it up as you go or reinvent the wheel. Or like, I'm going to just kind of take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I don't know. This is something I've been thinking about, but I'm curious what you all think. Am I missing something? Uh, do you know of a Hindu who actually believes fully, like really practices Hinduism? Or do you just know a bunch of yoga spiritual people that like know the names of yoga moves and they're like, yeah, Hinduism's so cool. Reincarnation. I'm like, what? What do you even know what you're believing right now? So anyway, some late night thoughts, but I'm very curious. Um, same with Islam. I'd, be, I'd love to hear somebody who's like genuinely passionate and knowledgeable about the ins and outs of of uh islam be amazing if it was somebody my age but maybe i have to go for an older crowd who knows but uh for sure good look forward to my next guest with ali as we unpack what it means to him to actually be a muslim with the amount of knowledge that he has thanks for listening guys